0: Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by proamsports.ca. We return
1: to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office equipment
0: solutions North America wide?
1: Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 630
0: chat. It's thirty five in Edmonton. Welcome back everybody. Oilers Now, Bob Stoffer with you. The best pizza in the city. Still making a great Royal Pizza. Multiple locations in Edmonton to serve you, including the original Royal Pizza in Old Strathcota. Royal Pizza, Edmonton owned and operated 48 plus years. Uh, again, 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 like to thank John Short, Edmonton's sporting icon, for joining us in studio. I think we're going to need to do that again, maybe in August sometime, uh, judging by the. Uh, response that we've gotten on our Westlock Ford text line. As promised, uh, yesterday the Edmonton Oil Kings made it officially hired assistant uh, coach to work on Brad Lauer's staff. That is Luke Pierce. Uh, Like uh, Lauer, he has a connection with Kootenai. He was previously the head coach of the Kootenai Ice, though there's uh, about a 17 or 18-year difference in age. And we are pleased to be joined right now by the new assistant coach of the uh edmonton oil kings luke pierce luke it's bob Stoffer. how are you doing i'm doing great bob uh how does this uh how does this come to be for you i mean uh i i know you were i don't want to use the term unceremoniously dumped but there was an ownership change in kootenay that's what cost you your job as head coach there a couple years ago uh how do you end up resurfacing with brad lauer
1: yeah, it's funny how the hockey world works. I think it's you know it's obviously a, a small one when you get to this level. And um, I was fortunate enough to have an opportunity to, to work with Hockey Canada in my uh, kind of my one year sabbatical from the Western League there, and um, kind of stayed connected throughout the summer of uh, you know the crazy winds of change of the Western League this year. And um, spoke with Kurt Hill early on in the process, and uh, I knew Kurt from some time and. Some league events when he was working with the Western Hockey League, so uh, a lot of respect and, and admiration for Kurt. And I had expressed interest to him of, of being involved in some capacity on the staff once they uh, moved in that direction. And the day they hired Brad, I uh, I got in touch with him, uh, obviously through the, the connection that you mentioned, and Cooney and, and Jeff Josh uh, had sent me his, his contacts. We had a brief conversation, and and then things kind of you know picked up pace from there. And it was uh, it was a fairly quick turnaround process for us to make an agreement and uh, I couldn't be happier uh, to be involved with an organization uh, like the Oil Kings and a fantastic opportunity for me and my family to to come up to Edmonton.
0: No disrespect intended to Jeff Chinouth who you mentioned who is now the GM in in, uh, Calgary with the Hitman Uh, but when he owned the Kootenai Ice uh, and the market size and all those sort of things there were significant financial limitations. And it is a factor in junior hockey, and the you know the Oilers own the Oil Kings. Uh, the Oil Kings the last two years have led the league in attendance. Uh, they had a terrific uh, business guy by the name of Kevin Radomski, who has been moved to a different area in the Oilers' uh, entertainment group. But just a thought on you know going from a place where you had to probably scrap for every inch of what you had to to maybe uh being a part of an organization that it doesn't throw money around but you know has a, a very strong fan base and uh, a, a beautiful new building and and a lot of potential in that regard
1: yeah i know it's uh, it's exciting there's no question and, um Not just during my time in Cooney, but I, you know prior to that I was six years in in merit with the centennials in the b c hockey League, which is the smallest market in that league so i've done my time in in those markets. I have a lot of respect for them and and uh the extra work that's involved there as well and i'm a small town guy myself, so it's a little daunting uh coming into the city, but it's something that uh we're extremely excited for and and like you mentioned, I think having those resources and some you know the added uh uh, minds and and opportunities there in Edmonton is certainly a benefit, but I think with that comes an added responsibility and the the expectations of uh, of hockey in Edmonton are extremely high, and you know, we uh, as a staff and as players and as an organization, you know, we have a responsibility to deliver on that. So I I'm excited about that as a change of you know going into a, a larger market, but I'm fully aware of the added uh, pressures that maybe come with that.
0: Luke Pierce has joined us right now as the assistant coach of the Edmonton Oil Kings, uh, previous head coaching experience with the Kootenai Ice in the Western Hockey League. Luke, uh how challenging is the procurement of talent these days? Uh, for and, and I'm going to go back to when I was at the uh, U of A in a support role in the early 2000s. Uh, you know, Rob Don was coaching the team. I would go out in the recruiting visits. We'd go and see. Uh, we'd go down and see Cam Moon down in Red Deer and go see uh, the Rebels play who was ever in town and, and talk to you know the graduating 20 year old guys uh, out of the Western League and, and the U of A. You know, has some advantages uh, in terms of uh, recruiting, but it was my belief at that time about 90% of the best players in Western Canada were still playing major junior. I'm not sure that's the case anymore. And so Mm -hmm. the question I have for you is how difficult is it um, in terms of, uh, you know, procuring the best players into your league?
1: Yeah, I think it's a challenge. The market is extremely competitive right now in in hockey. And, you know, we've seen uh, tremendous growth of, uh, the USHL and, and players uh, you know, choosing to stay and play in, in what's turned out to be a tremendous league and uh, obviously my time spent in Tier 2 in, in British Columbia, I think there's some, some great programs there that do a real good job and uh, it's, yeah, it's a competitive market and I think that you realize that uh, and be honest about that and, and you can approach it uh, you know from an angle that you respect what kids have and families have as options and uh, do your best to be honest and upfront uh, about, you know, what you have to provide. I think there's some advantages, again, with the facilities in Edmonton, and, you know, I think an exciting new time there. And uh, But it's there's no question that uh, the kids have a lot of options these days, and, and the market is a little bit flooded, but uh, that doesn't mean that, you know, you can't get a step ahead with uh, with trying to find the best. It you know, requires a little extra uh, boots on the ground, but I think something that Kurt will do a tremendous job with.
0: All right, so you uh, you played uh, C- what was then known as CIS hockey. It's since been renamed U Sports. Uh, you were at Royal Military College, which uh, I'm sure there were times uh, when you played at that school, you probably thought you were taking a pocket uh, knife into a gunfight when you're, I'm trying to think of who was really good, but I guess Western Ontario and McGill probably would have been the two powerhouse schools when you played. But just a thought on, on that level of hockey and, and how good uh, how good it is.
1: Yeah, the, the the CIS and as you mentioned, you sport I think is the you know, probably the the most underrated hockey in in North America, if not you know in the world. Uh, some tremendous talent and uh, and competitive some some amazing coaches that I don't think get the recognition they deserve. And and you're taking a lot of there's a lot of players in in the Western League who maybe take for granted thinking they're going to show up and play on a team and and be a star. Um, and it's uh, it's not easy. I learned a lot in that league, and and like you said, I mean, there were some challenging times at RMC. We had some success there early in my first few years and and real proud of what we accomplished there in that time. But uh, tremendous uh, opportunity to to kind of see parts of Canada and appreciate the country and and appreciate how competitive hockey they have at at that level. Something I think needs to be celebrated a little bit more.
0: Luke Pierce joining us, new assistant coach the Amazon Oil Kings. Luke, uh, do you coach to score the next goal, or do you coach to stop the next one from being scored? Oh, that's a tough one. I think as coaches, we always
1: have that uh, the defensive mind. But I think the new way of playing the game—it's about trying to trying to create offense and, and let kids uh, have some fun and enjoy it. But I'll be there to support Brad and and uh, how he wants to play the game once we get a better feel for our group. and I'm excited about a different approach uh, from being in a support role and, and working with guys. But I, uh, I can't imagine us not wanting to, to be aggressive and And play the game with some pace and try and uh, be
0: exciting five first round picks in the last three years Uh, of course you'll you you know you're gonna see that come to fruition probably two to three years out a second overall pick in the uh, european draft as well so there's some good young talent with the uh, oil kings has there been a delineation in roles between uh, you and brad is he handling the forwards are you handling the defense who's running the power play who's running the penalty kill how how's that all going to work
1: Yeah, yeah, most likely we'll be, you know, me looking at him uh, up front and me on the back end, and we're going to talk some more about uh, different situations, and we've had real brief conversation. I was actually on holiday here just up until yesterday, so uh, we'll spend some more time this week, and then I'll be up in Edmonton uh, during the week of the Holinka and uh, Gretzky tournament, so that'll be great to kind of get in and and really, you know, get down face-to-face and start hashing some things out, but um, no concerns from my end, and Know, what brad's gonna be able to bring to the table i think i'm excited probably more so than the players are to work with him and uh and and learn some more uh, and aid him in any way that i can but um obviously an exciting young group i think you know i've learned a lot about the patience you need with the players and uh bright days ahead in uh, in this organization in my opinion
0: one of the kids you mentioned the holinka that we might be seen as peyton krebs you coached him did you not
1: I did, yeah. We uh, we drafted Peyton when I was in Kootenay, uh, prior or at the end of my first year and, and had him play six games for me and, uh, during my second year in Cootie, And then he also played on the under-17 staff that I coached uh, this past year with, with Team Canada Red. We lost in the final and uh, a lot of respect for Peyton. He's a great kid, a good leader, and uh, he's going to have a, a real bright future in the game and He's already
0: showing that now. Well, Luke, it's interesting because there was only the two first-round picks uh, out of the Western League uh, this past year in the NHL Entry Draft uh, when we were down in Dallas, and uh, you know one of them was Ty Smith, represented by Edmonton's Jerry Johansson. Uh, Ty's a, a tremendous character and a the, the new type of defenseman. And the other was the Andreoff kid out of the Red Deer Rebels. Um, mm-hmm. There could be. Five or six uh, Western Hockey League guys go in the top 20. You've had some connection through your Hockey Canada uh, days with some of these. Just a thought on, you know, Kirby Dock is out of Fort Saskatchewan. Uh, uh, Dylan Cousins, I believe that's the name, is a kid out of, uh, I think, the Northwest Territories, but he's playing for Peter Anaholt down in um, uh, Lethbridge. uh, Matthew Robertson is a defenseman you're going to have with the Edmonton Oil Kings. There's an excellent young defenseman out of the Vancouver Giants as well, and then Krebs. So could you foresee all five of those guys potentially going in the first round? Uh, yeah, honestly, I could, and you
1: know what? The one that I have the least amount of familiarity with is uh, is Matthew Robinson. So I I'm excited to work with him. I've had a chance to work with the others, uh, Kirby at a distance, but um, you know he was certainly in a the conversation there during our draft in, in Putney. And then Bowen Byron being a, a Cranbrook kid and yeah. he played on my uh, U17 team and with Team Red as well. So I had him, Dylan Cousins, Peyton Krebs, all on that team. So it was a pretty impressive group and you know i uh i could foresee all 5 like you mentioned having uh, a real good chance to to be first round picks so and that's uh that's something i think's really needed for for the league and um you
0: know, for for Western Canada for sure. Just to just to educate our listeners here, Luke. One final question for you. Luke Pierce is joining us. He's the new assistant coach of the Edmonton Oil Kings. Uh, I know a little about Kirby Doc because he is from Fort Saskatchewan. He plays for uh, Colin Priestner in Saskatoon. Uh, you know, we've had a long affiliation with the Priestners over the years with our shows. Um, I don't know as much about Dylan Cousins. I just know that he had an incredible year. They're both six foot three right shot centers, which these days. Uh, and we saw this in the NHL draft this year where the two centers ended up, uh, you know, uh, Hayton ended up climbing all the way into the top seven, and we saw uh, Kakanami go way higher than people expected as well. So on that note, uh, maybe just uh, help uh, educate us. Uh, what, what kind of player is Dylan Cousins? How special is he?
1: Yeah, dylans just, he's a unique talent. i uh, I think he kind of... He didn't come out of nowhere but he was maybe a little less heralded compared to you know Kirby and Peyton and, and Bowen and Byron at the top of that draft class but um Dylan was the kiddie from Whitehorse, who funny enough my old assistant coach during my time in the, in the BC League had uh had come from there and knew Dylan really well in the family so he's kind of got that uh you know out to prove mentality, but he, he he doesn't take anything for granted he's got an unbelievable um acceleration, and when he hits top speed at that size, he's pretty tough to slow down and you know he's he plays in those dirty, tough areas that people love to see and uh, he's got a natural ability to score goals so he's really easy to work with, very coachable I think he's had the luxury down there in, in Lethbridge to play along with some real good players but you know, he stepped in as a 15 year old in the playoffs there, and and was instrumental on their in their in their group with uh, with Brent Kisio. So, uh, I, I I'm a big fan of Dylan's. I think it's neat to see these guys kind of come out of some untraditional markets and uh, and have success. It's uh, it's good for the game. It's good for small towns, and you know, excited to see Dylan uh, again this year.
0: And we'll likely be seeing all five of the kids we just discussed at the upcoming Gretzky Holinka Holinka Gretzky tournament. Luke uh, will touch base down the road. Thank you for your time and letters now. Yeah, my pleasure. Thank you, Bob. You bet. That's Luke Pierce. He is the new assistant coach of the Edmonton Oil Kings. Well, it's 148. I have lots of texts to get to on our Westlock Ford text line. On our appearance tonight or today of one John Short. We'll get to that when we return on Oilers now. When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place proamsports.ca. Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, Proam Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a Proam Sports certificate of authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand signed memorabilia. So, no matter who you cheer for, Pro Am Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at proamsports.ca. That's proamsports.ca. Oh, wow. All right. It's 151. We got so many texts. It was unbelievable. Uh, Safe to say, John Short was a hole in one, like uh, the hole in one McDavid apparently uh, yeah. ace the other day. Yeah. There you go. Is that it? Is that your pun? Yeah, why not? Uh, this text comes in listening to Rod Phillips call the games watching it on TV at the same time and then listening to sports talk with John Short till I fell asleep that was my life growing up in the 80s that text comes to us out of uh, Edmonton Uh, the Haas says Bob TSN is reporting that Alfonso Davies uh, transfer uh, is for 13 million euros Uh, what a great story for the kid I think that's 18 million Canadian by the way 13 million euros more texts coming in Uh, from Greg Musselman Uh, many of you would remember him Uh, Greg uh, was an on-air personality for a number of years at ITV Uh, he was uh, built like a proverbial brick uh, you know what Uh, and uh, was a great guy hey Bob great show today with John Short lots of memories John was a true truly a legend here you guys are dynamic together I remember giving you some pointers back in the day at ITV love the show Uh, that comes to us from Greg uh, there was Mike English Greg Musselman and Darren DeTisham uh, working, I worked at uh, ITV in the summer of uh, 1989, and then 89, 90, and 90, 91 behind the scenes, shot listing uh, Darren Titian's uh, show, uh, and that was really before the proliferation. That's you know of TSN was around, but. Local sports, no disrespect intended for the hardworking folks today, but it had a far greater impact. I mean, that was a full half-hour show, and uh, Dutitian in particular, was a uh, bigger-than-life personality. Brew Crew said, Bob, bring back Mr. Short anytime. Great voice from the past. Uh, This text out of Edmonton says... um, uh, BU and Bob, it's uh, James. Uh, it's been a while since uh, I did a Principe pun. Here it goes. When giving an opinion, John never comes up short. Uh, this text comes in out of Calgary. It's so nice to hear John Short's voice again. Many great memories listening to him after every single Oilers game. The days when fans would call in and complain about us giving up five goals even though we scored nine. Ha ha, glory days. Uh, again, you can text us at 630-630. Uh, so thanks to everybody that uh, participated in uh, the interactive elements of the show through our Westlock Ford text line at 630-630. Westlock Ford, if you're looking for a new vehicle, go see Paul Wilson at Westlock Ford. Check out the great selection today at westlockford.com. Worth the drive to get your new ride. Tomorrow, Brendan Ulrich is back in the saddle. Uh, I'm over at uh, Specs uh, Tournament out at the uh, quarry and also in my duplicate role as the driver. Uh, coming up tonight on Inside Sports, who does Reed Wilkins have? Uh, Mark Spector will be on tonight. He also has uh, Len Rhodes and Cavis Reed. Oh, now Cavis has got to be one of the nicest fellows you'd ever meet in your life. Well, He's been busy as well. Blockbuster deal. So he, he picked up uh, Johnny Manziel, who I'm betting is going to be fine in that role. Uh, not maybe not right away, but then they also get uh, Bowman as well. Yeah, Darius Bowman as well. Boy, it's uh, he's well, that happens sometimes for guys in the, in the in the CFLs that get up there a little bit. Uh, that's one of the challenges for international players. I still use the old term. I'm sorry. Import players. Uh, who do you, you? Tomorrow's a fluid show. Right now. Uh, we'll be talking a little bit about uh, Fantasy Hockey, a fantasy preview with Pete Jensen dot com. He'll be on and working on some other things as well. All right, there you go. It's a fluid Hopefully show. Hopefully you'll join I, us from uh, the golf course. Yeah, I, I can I can join you. And then pass the phone to Speck and some of the other players that are on the course, should like Pareco. Yeah, maybe we'll, something like that. We'll, awesome. we'll see who we're with. Maybe we can get you somebody better than uh, myself and Spec. That won't be a, a very, uh, uh, that'll, That's you know, that's a long list, so you should be able to, to come up handy there. Again, special thanks to John Short for coming into the studio. Up next, the global news, weather, traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by the 6.30 chat, Afternoon News with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross. So long, everybody, from Oilers Now.
1: offer brought to you by Digitex office solutions North America wide yeah digitex does that d-i-g-i-t-e-x dot ca on oilers radio 630 Ched